Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Is there a slight possibility that the free agent market in baseball is is cooling down and coming back toward more team-friendly numbers? Welcome uh, back. Based on Well, Marcus Stroman's Stroman. deal yesterday and the news that surrounded it involving Blake Snell. So uh, yesterday, the New York Yankees agreed on a two-year, $37 million contract with free agent pitcher Marcus Stroman, who wasn't the... The premier free agent out there, but he was in the he was in that kind of tier one B oh, of pitchers who were one. available, right? Tier one B, tier two, maybe that, maybe uh, a tier two. Eighteen five. He got uh, yeah, it's eighteen five per year. Now he mm-hmm. could have remember he could have opted in for twenty one with one more year with the Cubs, hmm. but opted out Wanna to take eighteen point five. Now he's getting another year, yep, guaranteed. There's an option of some sort that's involved. So I'm not saying Marcus Stroman made a bad decision to opt out with the Cubs, but he certainly didn't break the bank compared to what he was already scheduled to make. And first guy I can say this offseason that the my jaw didn't go, he got what? I mean, this isn't Sean Manaya getting, what did Sean Manaya get? 20, 28. 28 for two? 28 for two. Yeah. Marcus Stroman at 37 for two seems like a much better deal than Sean Mania for 28 for two years. Marcus Stroman's a hell of a lot better than Sean Mania than just four and a half million dollars. I I agree with that. So is it a sign that the market's coming down? The other report that went along with that. But Stroman, reading this right here, had a 2.96 ERA in the first half, fourth fourth best mark in the NL. Made only six starts in the second half. But again, we haven't seen any pitchers uh, really dinged for for bad performance or subpar performance or a slow second half. Lucas Giolito had a horrendous slow second half, and he got paid, you know? So uh, this, who knows? Manaya may have was rewarded for a stronger second, second half, half, even though his yeah. numbers were much worse than Stroman. So that all factors in. But part of this story is that the Yankees reportedly, and I... I you know the facts behind this could be sketchy because you're talking about what agents and teams you're saying, but reportedly offered Blake Snell thirty million dollars a year for five years, so one hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, that's the rumor, at least. That's the rumor, at least, and that that was not enough for Scott Boris and Blake Snell. They were looking for more dollars, more at least year. one more year, a six-year deal. They declined that, and when Blake Snell declined the Yankees, they pivoted to Marcus Stroman made that deal. Now, presumably, the Yankees are moving on from Blake Snell, and that's not, they're no longer a suitor of Blake Snell. Now, you can always change change your mind mind. and and go back and and revisit it, but is Blake Snell overplaying his hand? Is his market softer than Scott Boris may have anticipated in the offseason? Hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, Don't know if that rumor is true. I I, I, it's hard to imagine turning down 30 uh, a year, even if it's five years. Blake is 31 years old. Um, 
it's hard to imagine turning down that much money. But if you think that the Giants will come calling, right, and they, they desperately need to add pieces, if you think there's a sliver of a tiny fingernail's chance of hope that the San Diego Padres will figure out a way to bring you bl- back – Maybe you don't want to pitch in New York in that bandbox. Maybe you, you have no desire uh, to pitch for the Yankees and 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 do things their way. Um, so it could be true, could be false, Ben. But I don't know that his market is soft, and I still I still think he's going to get a really hefty hefty contract. Is it going to be more than thirty per though? Don't know. Quick aside on that question because I don't see the Padres. Coming to the table with anything like that. Uh, the UT estimated the current Padres payroll for 2024 at $145.9 There is room in there to yeah. sign uh, uh, some players. Now, I think they need to sign multiple players, which means you can't put it all together in one. But if you were going to pay someone 30 right now, Blake or Bellinger? Bellinger. Bigger need for the Bigger Padres need. right now. Yeah, I, I agree. I think so. I agree. Uh, higher, uh, it's hard to say higher ceiling, but you have. They're both very good when they're very good. I just, yeah, I like the I like the everyday aspect of yeah. Cody Bellinger playing center field. They're both capable of being very, 100%. very good, but you just don't know which player's going to show up. Exactly game. right. A healthy Cody Bellinger and a healthy Blake Snell, they're horses, man. I mean, Blake. Blake, I don't think did he miss a start last year? I mean, he uh, like, right at the they, beginning of the year, maybe so, one, but he threw he the was, most innings of anybody yeah, on, he on our squad. Definitely was. I mean, he was one of Cy Young. Young. Yeah. <laughs> Cy Young. You can't really complain much about Blake Snell last no. year. It, it's going to be. Is he the premier free agent? Him and Cody, probably the two premier free agents left. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Some. I mean, I it wouldn't. It would. It would. Not surprise me if the Giants and Farhan are just waiting it out to see what they could get Blake Snell for. It's comfortable with Bob Melvin, knows Bob Melvin. Uh, probably it, San Francisco is a pretty decent place to pitch. Got a pretty good rotation right now as it stands. Um, they need star power there, so wouldn't surprise me if he ends up there. Uh, Cubs now seem to be very active and making moves, Ben, uh, as well. So Yeah, they made a trade yesterday. We'll get into that. Let me get uh, the phone numbers out for a Take on Woods contestant. Tier 1's call in to Take on Woods. Uh, chance to win a trip to Las Vegas, 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Uh, we're about three minutes away from our game coming up here. Yeah, Cubs and Dodgers made a trade yesterday, and I can't really totally explain... The rationale. The Cubs acquired uh, Michael Bush and Yency Almonte from the Dodgers for a couple of toolsy prospects. Jackson Bush, Ferris. Bush, 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 Bush. <laughs> and uh, Zaire Hope are the two guys that uh, the Dodgers are getting. I was sweating when I saw it because originally when they announced who the Dodgers were sending to the Cubs, my heart jumped. And I'm like, are they going to get Morrell? There's no way the Cubs are going to trade Christopher Morrell. There's no chance. Or like a. Justin Steele or something? There's just no way. Uh, but it ended up just being basically a, a, a prospect swap, um, clearing a couple spots on the 40-man. They're going to get these the Dodgers. The Cubs are getting the more major yep. league-ready yeah. guys, though, for sure. Both of those guys will make the roster, I would imagine, out of spring training. And the Dodgers clear two 40-man spots. Yeah, they, they must have a crunch in terms of they know these guys are blocked and they've got other moves in the hopper that they just needed to clear some space, I guess, yep. and go with some younger, controllable guys that will be in the minor league system for a couple of years. 
Uh, so seems like if you're a Cubs fan, this is probably a pretty good deal for your team, at least for 2024. Yeah, that uh, that you get something for very little cost at this point. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's basically a prospect swap. For, I mean, Yancy Almonte is 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 he's been in the league for six years. So. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a good move for both teams. I think I I thought I but I thought the uh, Dodgers were going out and getting an everyday position player for these guys, and it did make my heart leap a little bit. And yes, I was in fact delighted, as everyone pointed out, that the Dodgers now have both Jackson Ferris and Walker Bueller. Oh, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. I I mean, if I'm the social media team, I'm already planning. All right, we've got a day off. Let's get these two guys together, walking around a city, and we'll do Ferris Bueller's, yeah, Ferris Bueller's day, day off. off. It's great. Somewhere on a social media channel. It went right over my head. I, I didn't. I did not make that connection at all. <laughs> I saw it a few times. I did. I did not come up. Thank you. Stupid. I did not come up with that one myself, but I was truly delighted by the people who pointed that out yesterday that the Dodgers now have Ferris and Bueller on their team. All right, let's uh, go to it. It is time to play Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 See, Paulie says we do. Jackson is our contestant. I don't know. Jackson, have you played Take on Woods before? Welcome. First time player, long time listener. Love it. I love when tier ones take a shot. All right. Good luck to you, Jackson. I'll explain how the game works for everyone out there. You'll get five questions of musical trivia. Uh, See as many as you can get, and then Woods comes back. The same five questions. If you beat or tie him, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing two nights at the Westgate Las Vegas and tickets to Tom Kiefer and L.A. Guns coming together to perform live on April 11th at the Westgate International Theater. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. By the way, Take on Woods is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. It only takes 15 minutes. You don't have to get out of your car for directions and discounts. Go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. Look at that. Two days in a row. Yeah, that bold and uh, highlighted strategy has paid off for Polly Rindle. All right, Jackson, you get to pick our category today. Your choices are the returning categories of Head of the Class, five song titles including the word Head, Open and Shut Up. Those are song titles that include either the word open or the phrase shut up. And our new category, ands, ifs, buts. And those are songs that begin with one of those three words. So, head of the class, open and shut up, are ands, ifs, buts. Jackson, what would you like to play? Let's go and, ifs, and buts. All right, the new category. Remember when mom would say no ands, ifs, or buts. You got to clean your room. Well, today it's all ands, ifs, and buts, because I have five song titles. They all start with one of those three words. You'll have 60 seconds, Jackson. If you don't know an answer, you can say pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. First question, of course, is our two-second song. Polly will play a short clip. You need to give me that title, starting with and, if, or but, and the band name to score that point, and we'll go from there. Jackson, are you ready? Let's ride. All right, 60 seconds on Let's the clock. Ride. Your category, ands, ifs, buts. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Jackson. Let's take on Woods. And she was, talking head. Correct. Cheryl Crow asks, then why the hell are you so sad in the response to the title of which 1996 hit? Pass. 
Kurt Cobain recorded a cover of which Beatles song that includes the line, Bright are the stars that shine, dark is the sky. Chicago sings, you'll take away the biggest part of me. Ooh, baby, please don't go after the title line of which 1976 classic? What is the name of the title track and album released by the Foo Fighters last June, their first album since the death of Taylor Hawkins? Cheryl Crow asks, then why the hell are you so sad in the response to the title of which 1996 hit? Kurt Cobain recorded a cover of which Beatles song that includes the line, Bright are the stars that shine. Oh, no. oh that's uh, just the one. You got off to a good start on the two-second song, and uh, that's okay, Jackson. We've we've definitely seen worse performances, and she was talking heads. Cheryl Crow is If It Makes You Happy. Kurt Cobain Beatles is And I Love Her. Chicago is If You Leave Me Now, You'll Take Away the Biggest Part of Me. And the new Foo Fighters album is called But Here We Are in the title track. I don't know. We'll see how Woods does. He doesn't get the category. All right. We got a new contestant today. Jackson, tier one, taking his shot. Woods, in the dark, 60 seconds. Time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck. Let's take on Jackson. And she was talking here. Correct. Cheryl Crow asks, then why the hell are you so sad in response to the title of which 1996 hit? If it makes you happy. Correct. Kurt Cobain recorded a cover of which Beatles song that includes the line, bright are the stars that shine, dark is the sky. Um... God, I should know this one. Pass. Chicago sings, you'll take away the biggest part of me. Ooh, baby, please don't go after the title line of which 1976 classic? If You Leave Me Now? Correct. What is the name of the title track and album released by the Foo Fighters last June, their first album since the death of Taylor Hawkins? Crap. Crap. Pass. Cheryl Crow asks... No, I got that one right. Oh, uh, Kurt Cobain recorded a cover of which Beatles song that includes the line, Bright are the stars that shine, dark is the sky. How do I miss the the Nirvana and the Foo Fighters (laughs) question? (laughs) Who are you? Who am I? But you got Chicago and Talking Heads. What was the Uh, category? So it was Ann's Ifs, Buts. Ann's Ifs, So Ann she was, If It Makes You Happy... And I love her. And I love her. The Kurt Cobain okay. Beatles. If I didn't you, know he covered that. You got If You Leave Me Now, and But Here We Are is the name are. of did the Foo Fighters. You did three to one. Okay. You did win. It was a tough category. Very tough. But Jackson, thank you for playing. Woods remains, though. I like what the, like the, uh, the first timers. Unbeaten. I'm just in... glad Ben gave me this. Ooh, baby, please don't go. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I just want the ooh. Ooh. Yep, perfect. <laughs> Record it without the ticking music behind it. Here we go. All right, hang on, hang on. Give me some. All right, go ahead. Ooh. <laughs> Dance in my brain is already in Arizona. Ooh. You are not wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> Great job, I sound Holly. just like Peter Cetera. Ooh. I love that song. <laughs> it's a good song. I like Chicago. I do too. I like Chicago. Thank you. <laughs> Things Woods <laughs> likes. We may take 27 years to compile. A... <laughs> we could do Things Woods Things hates Woods in about Woods. two weeks. Yeah, we could have a whole like, a, a trough of, of it. <laughs>
Just at the end of mine, we're just like, I like Chicago. <laughs> I like Chicago. <laughs> you do. You, there's many things. You that, like the band. You like the city. It's my second favorite city in the country, <laughs> for sure. All right, Don't Do This is coming up next. Um, there was a. Are we going to do the scam? There was an ESPN scam that was revealed yesterday. I am interested in talking about the Emmy it, scam. It looks worse than it maybe I have, is. Yeah, I have, a, I have a bit of a different take on it, but uh, clearly it's a don't do this. Okay, I want to hear. I want to hear so, you explain this yeah, away. Clearly, is a don't do this. Why is the Why is ESPN <laughs> scamming the Emmys out of awards? It's not a good headline, that's for sure. We'll get to that coming up after a check of traffic. <laughs> Penn and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? (laughs) How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Got good news for you guys. I know you're hitting the road after the show, but you're taking your time getting there. Uh, you may pull into Arizona just in time for kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. Oh, Fridays yes. at 7 p.m. here on 97.3 oh. The Fan. And if you're too far away from us, you can always listen free on the Odyssey right. app. We probably will. We had other plans tonight, but I know what we're doing now. <laughs> I'm going to keep this one quick here because I... Want to hear Ben explain why it's yeah. okay to steal Emmys? <laughs> so I'm dying to hear that. TV man, TV man explains why it's okay to steal Emmys. TV man who has never won an Emmy actually. <laughs> All right, so why. just a quick update on uh, Toronto Raptors head coach Darko Ryakovich. Uh, the fine did come down for his epic rant the other night. That's 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 outrageous. What happened tonight? This is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in, in the fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes 
who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get get uh, to to the rim without flopping and and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for a whole game. How's that possible? How are you gonna explain it that, that to me? If that's if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding you back. It's a complete crap. 25 large is what they dropped on Darko hmm. Ryakovic. What Darko thinks of that? Well, I thought it. I, I, <laughs> yeah, what is it's Darko a complete think? crap. Really? Because, Darko, I thought you got off a, I thought you got off a little bit he light. He smart. He contained all of his rants into one long run-on sentence, yeah. which makes it just one, one, one punishment. Like, he could have just said, I thought the ref sucked tonight, and then gone on. Probably still 25 grand. 25 grand. But you make it a long two-minute rant, it's still 25 grand. It's all a right. complete crap. Now, why is it okay <laughs> to steal Emmys? I'm not then? saying it's okay. Why are you justifying being able it's to steal a, It's a don't do this for sure. ESPN, the headline in The Athletic is ESPN used fake names to secure Emmys for college game day stars. That sounds really bad. I mean... <laughs> I saw that. I go, what yeah. in the I hell? mean, that sounds really, really bad. And it's not great, but it's, <laughs> but it's, okay. it's not quite as awful as, <laughs> as you think. Uh, let me compare it to the Oscars. So when they give out the Best Picture Oscar at the end of the night, the last award, who comes up and gets that Oscar? The director. The, the producer. No, the, no, producer. The, the director wins Best Director. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the producer. An actor wins Best Actor. It's some producer, some guy you've never heard of, gets the, the Oscar for Best Picture. Well, College Game Day has won a number of Emmys for being, like, the best show on sports television, essentially. I mean, the you know, what they do, everything they do to put it all together, go to the colleges each week on short notice, set it all up, you know, the spectacular. It's a fantastic it's, show. It's really it's, it's a great it's, show. It's worthy of any Emmy they win. And, and they've won several of these Emmys. And part of the show, obviously, is they have great hosts um, who have done a terrific job over the years, like Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit and Desmond Howard, who... Do a great job up there, you know, keeping it lively at, you know, whatever, six in the morning when they're sitting out in cold weather during the fall at college football season. But when the show won an Emmy, not everyone is supposed to get an Emmy. The hosts actually don't get one in if it's the whole show. You know, the some of the producers and people who put the show together get that Emmy. So ESPN added to the list of producers who were supposed to get the Emmy and made up some fake names. And then when they got the trophies reinscribed them so they could give them to the host to give them some credit for being on an Emmy winning show. And the host interesting didn't know that the they host were actually ineligible. didn't know that they weren't supposed to be getting Emmys. They thought, oh my show won an Emmy and they got me a trophy. Really cool. Thank you. Hmm. That's awesome. I'm gonna put it in my office and we won an Emmy for college. This is our Emmy for college game day. The show actually did win an Emmy. They, they and won the host an Emmy. did do a great job. Right. Just technically And when the show wins an Emmy it's up to the company or whatever to decide how many Emmys there will exactly. be buying. Like how, like many pro- how many producers worked on that show that you then buy the statue, by the way, from the 
National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. They're like $160 each. Well, now and, I know why you don't have one. Because <laughs> right. you probably earned but one. But I'm also the talent. Yeah, That's I don't know. I don't, I, they've changed the rules, I think, even in recent years. The talent is now eligible for shows like this. So if they want it like this yeah, year, this they, could, years ago. they could get an Emmy now. But when they submitted the fake names of the producers so they could get extra statues to give to the hosts. But there's not like a hardworking real no, person on Jeopardy no, 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 or something no, 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 no. They that didn't, got screwed They didn't over. like steal it away from a different show okay, or good, a different good. off-year right, person to bad, give it to the hosts. They just... It was like a symbolic gesture. It was. But it they really, had to... They, it really was. They had to skirt some rules. To but do, that they he, did break the rules so they would, could give those Emmys to the hosts of the show. It would seem fairly easy, uh, a phone call. Hey, I want to give Kirk and Lee... And and Desmond and the answer would have been no. They didn't. They don't get one. They're not eligible. That's why they put the fake names so in instead because they knew if they told the truth, Smith as a producer, yes. and then erased his name and put in Kirk Herbstreet and handed him an Emmy for his hard work on the show. Okay, that's why matter. I'm not like so mad about this story. Can we buy a Marconi Award? That's what I want. To well, know. Like, Can we what look if into we that? want a Marconi Award? But let's say we didn't get it. Or Adam like, got it. Like Adam got it. Oh, and he wanted it. to order extra. Well, we've got four program directors and they all get a Marconi <laughs> and he gives us one each for the show, but he was I'd the only one who got oh, I'd be, that's why it's like, I'd be okay, elated. That's, it's actually kind of a cool move by the kind producers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to do that. what's the difference between, because the Emmys are weird, because like you just mentioned the Marconi Awards. Those are now National Radio Awards for right. radio, yeah. but I swear to God, you're the only person in local television that doesn't have four-time Emmy, Emmy award-winning storyteller right. in their bio. There's like a, it's like regional for Emmys, but then what are like, the Emmys on TV, the Emmy Awards that I see once a year? There's like a hundred and something dollar fee that you have to put to submit your entry. There's another 200 if you want to win the trophy, and... I really don't care about such things, and I don't ever spend the money on myself to really nominate myself for just some BS award. Can What's I going to do buy for you me? one? Well, I, I do mean, you want me to? Buy no, no. I mean, I have to go fund me. I'd have to actually like put together the, the reel, reel to enter and everything. And I, I feel I've like never really done that. I've seen some of the people that's won them. You're better. Thank All you. Right? See? So if that that's maybe that helps. The what the reward I get is people like listening to this show. That's and, true. That's that's more important than what some awards panel says about our show. Anyway, ask any person in television or radio: Would you rather be number one in ratings or win an Emmy? Oh, ratings. they will all say number one in ratings. No question, no question all about it. Um, uh, this is just going to have to be maybe a new segment uh, on our program in perpetuity. But we'll do this for do do this today. D D Mega Do Do. You're going to have to start watching the Paul Feinbaum uh, show. It fine, sounds like fine by well, I don't because somebody tweets them out every day, and it's just been mana. It's just been manna from heaven. Uh, we have a later, uh, the newest, latest, greatest Bama man that is not in favor of a potential suitor uh, for the job. I don't know if this is manna because I'm not sure I understood a single word he said. Fair enough. This is uh, <laughs> his name was Legend from Alabama. Legend. He called the Paul Feinbaum show yesterday. What do you think they were talking about Bama. in Alabama? Alabama. But I'm going to tell you, Greg Burns. If it's Dabo Sweeney, I'm pouring gasoline on myself and setting myself on fire on the 50-yard line. Right. You can guarantee it. If wow. it's Dabo Sweeney, I'm pouring my arm off and taking that contract fracture and beating the hell out of myself. No damn Dabo. Do you hear me, Greg Burns? That's from the Alabama Nation. Get it right. You'll be judged on this one right here, brother. You'll be judged on this one right here. Man, Paul, I, I don't know, brother. I don't know. Y'all pray for me. Pray for me. Help me, Jesus. Nick!
change your mind, baby. Change your mind. I don't know what he's saying. We ain't going to make it without you. So Nick weird. and Legend has left the bill. They're oh, wow. so upset about Nick Saban leaving, and he. I understood. He said he if says, they hired Dabo. He's, he's gonna light himself on fire, and then cut his own arm off and beat, beat himself, himself with it with his arm yeah. that he has cut off. Mm-hmm. I think Dabo would be a good hire, actually. So I guess they don't agree to disagree. Yeah, agree to disagree. <laughs> legend. What does he say here? Change your mind, baby. Change, Change your, your mind. mind. Change your mind, baby. Change your mind. If you've made up your mind that Dabo's change your the guy, mind. change your mind. <laughs> I love Nick him. is legend, I think I heard. Yeah, Nick <laughs> is legend. I uh, I can't get enough. Apparently, that is also the English language. It is. It's I diff- like uh, roll damn tide. What do you say? No damn Dabo. No damn Dabo. I am just obsessed with this now. This is going to be my new obsession. I There was a new roll tide willy. We can probably pull that for you guys and play it later. I, I can't get enough. I cannot get enough of it. But we'll save that for later because that's Don't and Do Do This for a Friday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. I'll make you one guarantee. What we do in our next segment, everyone in radio is going to copy us today. They're all going to say, Ben and Woods, that was a great idea. We're going to do it too. And they are going to do it as well. I can't wait to come in and coup d'etat some of your picks right now as well because I've got some numbers that I pulled yesterday that are going to make it even tougher. Tougher. The first ever radio. First time. Ever. NFL playoff pick segment. <laughs> Against I believe, the spread, I by the way. In history coming up next. Against the spread, Ben. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> ben and Woods. Woo! Do you want me to Ben explain the spread? No. For no. our listeners when we come back on 97.3 Fan. And two yards, at, and we are just saying, punt it. Punt is what you want to <laughs> do Woods right likes now. every segment to be groundbreaking radio of every single show. I like a little avant-garde in I my life. I don't mind mixing in the classics every <laughs> once in a while. Ladies and gentlemen, Stairway to Heaven is right here for you. <laughs> and uh, NFL picks are the Stairway to Heaven of Come Sports on. Talk Radio. No are doubt you about ready for some football? Uh, just quickly before we get to the picks, if you missed it, the uh, New England Patriots this morning have already named a new head coach. And you might be asking, why is it that they don't have to go through the whole interview process and the Rooney rule and everything that other teams do? I guess they had laid the groundwork already. Uh, if if you have a coach in waiting and you kind of report that to the league office and they did it like last year for Gerard Mayo, <laughs> you can skip the process. And they just named him their new head coach uh, this morning, so no, no does big. Have, does he have to be all quiet and like I can't say anything and I can't tell anybody and don't no. look Bill right in the eye? Bill knew. Bill knew it was going to be Gerard Mayo. Well, Bill was the Bill is the one who brought him in to the staff. Sure, I mean, yeah, sure. you know. So, I mean, it's a bit of a you could call it a betrayal of your mentor. But you said, did he bring him on to the staff to replace him? I, you know, this this actually relates to a Padres Mike Schilt story that again, good good piece in the UT by Kevin Acey. When Mike Schilt was fired by the Cardinals, 
The first person he called was Ollie Marmol. So you better take that job. Don't, out of some misguided loyalty yeah. to me, like say, no, I don't want it. This is your job now. You take that job. And I would imagine Bill Belichick probably would say the same thing to Gerard Mayo. You know what? I'm gone. It's your job. You take it. And you run with it. So, And then um, there's been a lot of speculation that Bill Belichick's going to land perhaps with the Atlanta Falcons. Although I heard, I think it was Schefter was speculating yesterday that if a playoff team loses playoff. like in the first round, and I don't know who we're talking about, but... Nick Sirianni, Sean McDermott, Buffalo, Philadelphia, and they think that they could improve their lot with Bill Belichick. Don't be surprised if Bill Belichick's next team may still be playing this yeah, week. Interesting. Very interesting. Which would be very Can you imagine him going to the Eagles? Like they fire Nick Sirianni for a collapse at the end of the season and Bill uh, Belichick all of a like, sudden yeah. you feel like you're playing for your job, coaching for your job yeah. this weekend. That's after wild. a Super Bowl and all the success Ugh. he's already had, that he is all of a sudden now maybe coaching for his job this weekend. Bill should just show up at that game and make himself visible <laughs> or and just sit there I, and watch. I think. The, I mean, what if he stayed in the video? What if he went to Buffalo? 100%. I mean, Sean McDermott was on the hot seat earlier this year. They've turned it around, but if they pratfall against the Steelers at home <laughs> and go, we can get Belichick in, in the division and run him into New England, you know, as the road team next season. Be, a, be amazing. <laughs> that would be spicy. Save that, Polly. Save that for sure. All right, let's, All right, let's get traffic. All right. And then we will get to our uh, six super wild card weekend against the spread picks in our playoff long competition between the Ben and Woods hosts next on 97.3 The Fan. Are we putting money on this or what? Yeah, we're putting money on it. $20 around. a man. Around. No, it's it's for the whole competition because <laughs> it's points. So right. uh, round ones, wild card round games are worth one point. Divisional games are worth two. Conference championship worth three. Super Bowl is worth four. Play along with us at home. And we're picking against the spread. And uh, let's get going right now with the uh, first game of a wild card weekend. It is the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. The Browns are favored by one. Uh, Woodsy will go in. We'll just... Each person will take a turn going first. Now, Paulie's so, got the line here at two. Two. Minus two. Is that... Brown's favored by two. Okay. And uh, we'll take a turn each going first. So you go first on this game. You got the Browns. You got the, the Texans. Who do you like? Uh, Joe Flacco, 11-4 against the spread in the NFL playoffs, mm-hmm. including 3-1 uh, and one against the spread as a playoff favorite. I'm rolling with uh, Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns to cover minus two. I agree with your reasoning. I think the experience factor... Is big in this one. First playoff game for C.J. Stroud. First playoff game for a lot of those Houston Texans right now, even though they are at home. I also think that division was pretty mediocre all year long. Yes, they pulled it out in the end. Cleveland's good team. They've been a good team all year long. There's no reason they shouldn't win this game. I'll, I'll take the Browns and lay the two points as well. Well, it's going to be a boring first game then because I'm also we are tied the Cleveland after the Browns. All right, we are tied after one round. You guys right. riveted yet? Uh, I will go first. Game two it's tomorrow. The best radio we have ever done right here. The Miami Dolphins visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are four-and-a-half-point favorites. I A lot of people are saying, well, Miami can't win in the cold. I It's going to be so cold in Kansas City. I don't know that... The Kansas City players are really that acclimated to the kind of weather they're going to be playing in. But at four and a half, and the way Miami finished the season, the disappointment of not winning the division and having to go on the road, and the fact that Patrick Mahomes is just a playoff wizard, 
I don't think the Chiefs are going all the way this year, but I do think they get past the Miami Dolphins, and I think they can cover the four and a half at home in this game tomorrow. Paulie? All right. I This one was tough. I'm also going to ride with Kansas City. I'm reluctant to do so because I feel like every time I have bet on Kansas City this year, yes. they have disappointed me. Correct. But I'm going to ride with the Chiefs. All right. Well, I mean, this is really boring. Uh, Miami, people don't just say that they can't win in cold weather. They can't. Uh, since 2017, Ben, they are 0-9 in games less than 40 degrees. 2-7 wow. uh, and seven against the spread. Single-digit temperatures expected in Kansas City on Saturday night. I am also rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs, minus 4.5. Love the debate in here. It's <laughs> always great. If they were healthy, maybe... I, I could make the argument for the Dolphins. They're also riddled by injuries. If it was 50 degrees, you could make Even the... Even Ello, who's been a Dolphins fan like his whole life, goes, I don't think they've got a shot in this game. So, all right, we're all on the Kansas City Chiefs. On to Sunday. This one sucks. The uh, early game, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills, the biggest favorites of the weekend, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They are 10-point favorites. Paul, you go first on this one. Uh, easily the toughest choice for me of the six games. I think the Bills win. Ten is a lot of points in the NFL, especially in the NFL playoffs, especially with a team that's just, they're not great, the Steelers, but they are solid. And I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus ten points on Saturday. All right, that's a that's a good bet. Uh, I don't think that the Bills are going to cover, so I'm also riding with Pittsburgh. All right, um, Mason Rudolph at quarterback. T.J. Watt is out. The Steelers are not at full strength. Bills are red hot. I understand why this number is 10. But I just don't see Mike Tomlin letting his team lose by more than double digits in a playoff game. I, I, I got to go. You want to go different? No. Ste- I did. I, would, I was hoping you'd both go Buffalo, and I wanted to go different <laughs> with the Steelers. This is great. I will go with it's the Steelers we all as well. Agree. And get Just 10 so points. everybody is clear, we do not do any preparation. Well, obviously. No. Uh, <laughs> if we wanted to arrange it, we would have decided. Who's taking what, and we'll really argue about it. But I mean, we're going through all the arguments. We're just all settling on the same side. All right, so, so far, this has been pointless. Right. Woodsy, let's go back to you. For the Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas favored by seven at home against the visiting Packers. Uh, how about them Cowboys? How I'm, I'm taking the Cowboys, Cowboys minus seven. I think... Um, I think this game is going to be the biggest blowout of the weekend. Funny, well, yeah, you know, you say that... and. When I bet the game, because I will be betting all of these for sure, um, I'm going to buy that down a little bit. Dallas was <laughs> uh, Dallas was not just good at home; they They're were phenomenal. They were phenomenal at home this season. It's Cowboys, though, it's Cowboys. It for is the, the Cowboys, yeah. and they will they will have their moment. I just think it'll probably be next week, not this week. I, I think the Dallas Cowboys get it done pretty easily. I think they win by. You want to tease that one up a little bit, yeah. a little extra money. I think they win by like twenty in this game. I don't think it's that close. Give me the Cowboys. Paul, I think it'd be the funniest pick segment ever if we just all agreed. agreed on every single game. I had all my picks set yeah, before no. the segment started. Don't don't, don't be Dallas. a contrarian. All right, four for four. Yeah. We all agree. I mean, I was really lie and then just actually bet money still on Dallas. What's but... really going to be hilarious though is when we agree on all six picks and then we come back on Monday they're and all wrong, wrong on, on every morons. single one of them. Yeah. Worst pick segment in the history of sports talk radio. This We're is all, they're all bad. By this the is way. already they're the all worst bad. segment. They're all bad. Done. Anytime right. it's done. On to the Sunday night game: the Los Angeles Rams at the Detroit 
Lions. My pick first. Uh, the Rams have been playing really well. They've got Sean McVay. They've got Matthew Stafford going back to Ford Field. But to me, Matthew Stafford had his moment a couple of years ago. It's Jared Goff's turn to have a moment in front of those home fans. There's after everything that's been said, 30-plus years without winning a division, 1991 last playoff win, the Detroit Lions are going to be desperate to win this game. They have to win this game in front of their home fans. They are going to cover the three-point spread. Give me the Lions. Polly. I will be taking the Lions nice. as well. I want the Dan Campbell experience to continue. As do I, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and go contrary, and I'll take the Rams. Because this one I'm just up in the air on. <laughs> yeah, I, this was probably the toughest one This for is me. a tough one. I'm, uh, I'm going to take, take the Rams. I mean, the dynamic uh, Puka Nakua. So fun to watch. Cooper Cup. They are, they are great. But yeah, the playoffs hot. just gets a little tougher. I, I, I Indoors, think it's the they can sling it. They can. You know, so... I want. I, look, I'm rooting for the Lions, but I'm picking the Rams. Finally, uh, the Monday Night Football playoff wild card weekend wrap up. The Philadelphia Eagles, who remain three point favorites, even though they've lost what five of six down the stretch, visiting the Tampa Bay Bucks, whose offense could give the the Eagles some problems. Paulie, you get to go first. Eagles have looked awful at the end of the season. Jalen Hurts hurt that hand. I don't know how he's going to be uh, on Monday, but even if he's at 100%, they have just played so bad. I've liked what I've seen from the Bucks. Baker Mayfield he had a good year. I'm going to take Tampa Bay and uh, plus three points. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Eagles uh, on this one. Uh, I There was you know, talk of them just kind of lulling everyone to sleep. Uh, if if Hertz's his hand is really really gnarly, they may be toast. But you know what, man? At the end of the day, it's still the Eagles. They still know how to win. Uh, I'm going to take them. I'm gonna ah, so I'm the tiebreaker on this one. Yep. I am leaning toward. I also lean toward the Eagles. Woods. I I've seen teams in the NFL start the season hot, go into the slump at the end of the year, and then kick it back into gear in the playoffs and. Uh, to me, I feel like the Eagles could still make a run. Actually, if yeah. they play well this week, you're not gonna you're gonna be afraid of the Eagles and playing them. There's no doubt about it. And they've got that they've got that experience. They have the playmakers necessary, even though they have looked awful. I will I will take the Eagles against a a mediocre division champion in the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, give me Philadelphia minus three. All right, done. All right, so we didn't agree completely on everything. The two games. That we disagreed on. Pauly took the Rams, right? I took the Rams. No, Woods took the Rams. We both took Detroit. Mm-hmm. And then Pauly took Tampa Bay. We both took Philadelphia. We all agree, though. Cleveland, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Dallas. Can I? You know what? I'll change one of my picks. Okay, yeah. Go I'm ahead. I'm going to take the Bills now. I just saw a stat that said they're like um, 11, 12 and uh, double digit favorites are like 11 and 4 uh, in Wild Card Weekend. Covering? So Covering. Wow. Yeah, so I'll roll I'll roll with the uh, Bills. Then. That was the toughest. That was actually the toughest one for me. That was because yeah. the points. Because you know Change you know the me. Bills are going to win that game. I mean, if it's seven and a half, I am absolutely taking both yeah. of them. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, what do they say? If you don't think an underdog can win outright, you probably shouldn't be betting on yeah. the underdog. I'll take And I don't know that I think P- Pittsburgh can win this game outright. It just seems like a huge number for a, a prideful Mike Tomlin coach Steelers team that rarely gets embarrassed. I mean, rarely do the Pittsburghs. They had a couple of games this year where they were pretty bad, though. So, I mean, I can I can see Buffalo winning this game 
by double digits. I'm not going to be shocked if I get that one wrong, but I'll I'll, I'll keep riding with Pittsburgh. On I'll that take one. Buff. All right, so you've switched. So yep. we have a couple of games that we disagree on. Uh, we will uh, we'll see how we did on Monday, and then then you'll get into the serious, the divisional games. Add the 49ers and the Ravens into the mix yeah. next week, and. Uh, you know, by by two weeks from now, everyone will have forgotten most of the wild card games. At this point, you get into the real meat of the playoffs going forward. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get you know the the biggest. As Tony just reminded us, the big game tomorrow is the Aztecs, eleven a.m. Benjamin. It's going to be a full full sports day. Yeah, you don't have to. Uh compete with playoff games since they don't start until 1 o'clock. The entire country will get to watch San Diego State against the University of New Mexico tomorrow. Aztecs going for their eighth straight win, I believe, as they visit the Lobos. And it's the... uh, Everyone remembers, of course, Lamont Butler's buzzer beater in the Final Four. He also had a buzzer beater about a month earlier yep. to beat New Mexico, a three-pointer from the top of the arc uh, to lift them to a two-point win over the Lobos. And I saw yesterday they announced the pit is officially sold out. Of course out, it is. Uh, for that game, as most Aztecs opponents will sell out that visit. So they'll be uh, wanting revenge for the, the loss last year, the way it happened, and uh, should be an entertaining one on Saturday for the Aztecs. we got to get to this story about the weather in, in Buffalo, the weather in Kansas City. It's going to be insane. All right, let's uh, come back. We'll reset things. Final two hours of Ben Woods of the week ahead on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 